0: It's time now for today's edition of Community Conversations. It's the interview program in which we dialogue with voices from the Omaha community. And here's your host for Community Conversations. Let's welcome Cami Carlisle. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is Ryan O with Community Conversations on Radio Talking Book. I know you're used to hearing the voice of Cammie Carlisle. She is taking a well-earned vacation this week. She will be back with us on Monday. And Cammie, if you're listening, make sure and cover all those plants tonight because it's going to get cold, cold, cold. I know that Scott Frost is left, but Jack Frost is on his way back. So Cammie, Be mindful of that as you go into tomorrow and all the rest of you listening. Today in studio, we have Bob Burns. He is the president of the National Federation of the Blind of Nebraska Omaha Chapter. Bob, welcome to the show. Hi, Ryan. Glad to be here. All right, my friend. And of course, this is not Bob's first guest stint on Community Conversations. We had him here once before talking about movies. But today, given the fact that it's October and it's Meet the Blind Month, we thought it would be appropriate, especially since we had Mark Bulger from the ACB a few months ago, that we would give equal time to the other major consumer organization, and that is why Bob is here. So, Bob, to get us started, tell us about your background and where you're from, and what brought you to the NFB of Nebraska.
1: Well, Ryan, I'm uh, born in Omaha and uh, graduated from Westside High School uh, many back in the '70s, and went to uh, University of Nebraska Lincoln and. Also, law school at the University of Nebraska, and at the end of um, law school, I started. Well, I I, had vi- I was visually impaired um, throughout high school and into in, in, in college, and as my vision deteriorated further, uh, in, in finishing law school, after the um, I, I finished law school, I, I went directly into the uh, the center that the Nebraska Commission for the Blind and Visually Impaired has, and that's when I first was immersed with you know the, the subject of blindness and around other blind people and and uh came in in in, in contact with uh the National Federation of the Blind and um and and it, their their philosophy uh, fit fit my um uh you know my my own uh, uh, thoughts also um you know equality opportunity security are their kind of three northern stars and also i always put it a can do attitude I mean, I've always told people, you know, blindness is, is is the worst thing that ever happened to me. But life goes on, and you know, we can't sit in the corner and 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 not have lives because we only get one one roll of the dice uh, at, the, at the, the you know the crap table of life. So uh, <laughs> the the NFB as philosophy is kind of a can do philosophy, and, and 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 that fit fit my uh, uh, fit me. So I. I um, became acquainted with them back in 1982 uh was in and went to a national convention uh was in Minneapolis that year and um you know saw hundreds of of you know actually thousands of of, of blind people together in one place and uh you know was was you know uh, amazed uh, at such a an event and 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 so that's when i became you know first contact with the NFB and so now here we are Amazingly, forty years later, and um, uh, you know, I'm still a, a believe in, in their philosophy, and, um, and, and and currently, I'm the chapter president of the Omaha chapter.
0: So, Bob, we have a lot of listeners right now that are experiencing vision loss, and a lot of them just assume, unlike yourself, that their life is basically over. If you would walk us through that period of your life when you were losing your vision, and what. What made you kind of rebound into the positive philosophy that you experience now
1: well there's 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 two sides of becoming adjusted to your blindness and, and the hardest one is is the mental the learning the, the the blindness skills are you know relatively easy much easier than, than the mental aspect because you know frankly and, and, and so I, I can so commiserate with people that are visually impaired and losing their sight because that's that's the the period that i went through and um you know denial and 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 just just not wanting to draw attention to yourself and and uh you know and, and and all those are bad bad uh ideas when you when you're trying to get on with life um because you have to feel comfortable in your own skin because you know to ask for assistance that's part of uh you know your your blindness skills is knowing how to ask for assistance and how to turn down assistance and uh you know how to say yes i think is 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 also the way it's put um when somebody comes up to you and wants to grab your arm and drag you someplace uh you know to be able to um you know interact with that person to tell them you know you for you to take command and tell them what you need or don't need and and so it's and that that comes with being comfortable with with your blindness and and that's you know takes time but being around other blind people is 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 one of the uh, uh best ways to uh you know to help get uh, adjusted to to blindness because other blind people you know no one's this is not reinvention of the wheel everybody's been through it in different ways but but many of the same things are the same so being around other blind people helps you, you know, get get comfortable and 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 also confidence to see that other people are doing things, and you know why why not uh, why not you? Uh, I, I know oftentimes people see a blind person doing anything, and then you know the sighted world thinks they're super men or women, um, and 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 it's it's flattering to be thought of as a superman or superwoman, but. The average person can learn blindness skills, and it does. It doesn't require a superpowers to, uh, you know, to be a adjusted uh, a blind person and, and have a have a great quality of life. It just takes practice, and um, you know, and a positive attitude. That's that's attitude is is so important.
0: So I heard you mentioned law school. Does that mean that you're a lawyer?
1: Yeah, I I, I practice law, and as a matter of fact, uh, after. Um, Graduated from law school in 1982. This year, I'm kind of transitioning into retirement. So, you know, it's hard to believe that 40 years have um, have gone by. And, uh, but as you know, practicing law as a blind person, uh, you know, required a lot of a lot of um, adapt- adaptation, and uh, and and also sometimes knowing when you need you know outside assistance and And putting that all together is is is, is, is important and, and necessary for a blind person to
0: you know make their way you know through uh, through life so I think we take it for granted living as blind people we forget and it 's a thin line that we kind of have to tread because I remember Becca told me not too long ago she was setting up a radio for one of our listeners or fixing a radio. And the listener was surprised because occasionally I come on the air and talk about my cat. And and she said to Becca, well, isn't he blind? And Becca said, yes, he's a blind guy. And she said, well, how does he look after his cat? And, you know, it's just something that I do every day and don't even think about. But a lot of people are... Surprised, sometimes amazed that we can do what we do. With that in mind, Bob, tell me what a typical day looks like for you as a blind lawyer. Uh, like some of the alternative skills that you use, and and how you basically looked at a, a day of work. Well, the when I you know got into the office,
1: I mean, first thing I do is turn on the computer, and having the screen reading software, I used JAWS. I mean that. When I when I got out of law school, there was no, uh, you know, computers were, were hadn't yeah. even come into into play yet. Yeah. Um,
0: Good old days. It was
1: 1986. I remember it well when I got my uh, first um, first computer, and a and a in a in a primitive form of screen screen reading software compared to what exists now. But it just was the difference between night and day uh, because having access to a screen reader. Allows you to interact with your computer, and when you can interact with your computer, then you know, of course, as an attorney, to be able to uh, you know draft documents and um, go online to look up laws or, 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 or research cases is 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 something with the screen reading software, something that's very readily available. Then also with the optical character recognition that now you can scan a document and then have your computer you know read it to you also or if you get a pdf file emailed to you then on on jaws it just automatically uh opens the uh the 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 document the pdf and you know your screen reader then you can read it so it it truly has uh uh you know made you know doing what i do independently uh you know, far more, capable, far more able, uh, when I first started practicing law in the mid eighties, I mean, I, I needed a, um, uh, a, a re a reader, you know, constantly. And I, and I needed, um, you know, before I had a word processor, you know, with the computer and the, um, uh, screen reader, I needed someone to type, you know, my documents. Uh, and, and so it's just totally revolutionized. I, I, you know, let's, for people that don't remember days before word processors that, and that's just not the blind, the sighted people too. the word processor has revolutionized, uh, word documents. Um, and, and and it's hard to imagine, uh, how, what life was like before then. Um, so, you know, so when I'd get into the office, I would turn on the computer and, and, uh, you know, check email would usually be the first thing that I would do. And, uh, you know and then i i you would be sitting at my computer with a headphone in my ear so if someone called i could talk to them and then access stuff on the computer without them you know hearing the 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 voice uh the screen reader i i would have that in a in a in a headphone in my ear and uh you know most people you know didn't even know that i was blind and so oftentimes, when I'd have a new client come in, uh, they didn't even uh, you know know that I was blind before before they came in, and you know almost ninety percent of the time now, they don't even add, you know blindness doesn't even come up in in conversation. Sometimes people are curious, and I don't mind telling them about uh, you know how I do things as a blind person. But uh, I would say ninety percent of the time, blindness doesn't even come up. And that surprises me because I think earlier on it did more often, but uh, it, but a lot of it is just how you carry yourself, and if you're confident, if you take command and control, that they don't uh, feel that you know they're 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 not getting good service, and and so you know the the the, the matter of blindness does they're not even wondering uh, you know how I'm going to do things. Uh, they may wonder, but they don't. Um, they don't ask, and then when we get done, uh, you know, the, the I would say most of the time, uh, well, well over most of the time, you know, we we haven't even had a conversation about uh, you know blindness. So I don't know if that's good or bad. It's it's you know it, people are curious, and I always say as, as you know blind people we're dip, we're 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 ambassadors for the blind. When we go out into public, people look at us because. My wife is sighted, and you know people are. You know, their eye they, immediately sees us. I mean, we 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 do not walk anonymously uh, out in public. Uh, people notice us, and um, it, it, how we carry ourselves is something that they notice. If, if if we're, you know, having a fit or or you know carrying on, then they're gonna think, oh, that's that's you know that's that's a blindness. Characteristic rather than that's just a person having a bad day or you know maybe that person's uh, uh, problems are, are individual to to, to them um, so when we go out in public, we always want to uh, realize that people are watching and and, and 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 we can make a positive impact on uh, uh,
0: the the public. If 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 we carry
1: ourselves uh, properly.
0: So, Bob, you mentioned the NFB or National Federation of the Blind at the top of the program. Let's delve into that a little bit more. Tell me what what brought you to them and give me a thumbnail history and kind of a fo- philosophical shot of the organization and what they do.
1: Well, the NFB, uh, the affiliate, matter of fact, just celebrated its 50th anniversary in the COVID. Sadly, uh, we had a big Big event um, scheduled here in Omaha, and um, the uh, the hotel that uh, I'm trying to think of the name of the hotel. The hotel we were going to have it at is, is is you know not even a hotel anymore. It's converted to a assisted living facility. Was uh, that the Marriott? No, it wasn't the Marriott. It was um, uh, like 120th and Pacific. Huh. Um, but but anyway, uh, so we didn't have our twentieth an- or our fiftieth anniversary in person, but we had it virtual and actually we had had uh, two uh virtual state conventions that that actually you know worked out better than you know you would have you would have g- guessed um so so the 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 NFB formed in 1940 or 41 i i, I, I think it maybe it was 40 it was 40 in in Pennsylvania yeah. and uh, there like you know 30 40 people came together and you know just kind of you know, launched the uh, which 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 has now become the largest um, consumer organization of the blind in the country, and uh, so Nebraska, um, the affiliate as it now exists, reconstituted itself in 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 1950 and or 1970, and so you know 52 years now it's 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 been going. Uh, there's chapters throughout the state. Um, uh, the there's a senior division that's you know some of the radio talking book listeners might be interested in. Uh, Robert Newman is the, uh, the, the 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 president of the uh, the senior division. Yeah, um, we
0: know Robert Newman here. We love him.
1: Yeah, so. And, and, and so the Omaha chapter. You know, we have a chapter here in Omaha. We meet you know typically uh, monthly at the Swanson Library on Ninetieth and Dodge, but uh, because of transportation and, and different issues, you know, we're, we we went we met through Zoom during you know the when everything was shut down you know really for for an entire year year and a half and uh, we're thinking of maybe bringing back the you know some zoom meetings it's just easier for people to uh, to attend they don't have to worry about transportation and the senior division that's the only way they meet they meet uh i believe it's the second monday of uh of of the month and they have a zoom meeting um uh then and, and so people Can uh, can get on, or if they don't have access to a computer, they they can call in. um, There's there's a way for them to do that. So the the NFB, some of the great things, you know, things that we take for granted now, the NFB was instrumental in in getting those those things uh, to happen. The being able to, you know, the the people when young people that are in school having access to. uh, you know rehabilitation and and uh, services for their for their blindness, uh, which is now commonplace. You know that that came about fifty years ago, and, and the and the National NFB was instrumental in getting that to uh, to happen. Um, accessible websites uh, are something that the NFB. You know sometimes it requires lawsuits, and sometimes just the threat of lawsuits gets those things. Uh, to uh, To happen, you know, Apple, the Apple telephone, Apple phone, and the Apple devices, which have VoiceOver and are very accessible. I, I have an Apple uh, iPhone and an actual um, uh, 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 iPad or iPod that uh, that are accessible out of the box. And Apple originally the NFB had to file a lawsuit against Apple, but then Apple decided. Let's not do it this way. Let's let's be the most accessible, uh, you know, uh, technology out there. And so Apple has gone out of their way to make their devices accessible to the blind and, and, and other disabilities. But but the blindness accessibility is, is is the one that obviously affects me the most. And the NFB played a large role in that happening by by starting the having to first start with a lawsuit, but then. Apple decided they they didn't want to have it go that way and they decided to 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 go the other way and so working with the NFB um they they have now embraced uh accessibility for blind people completely with their devices so it's it's so you know things that are accessible out of the box are you know few and far between but the but the Apple products are and, and and you know now the um you know the google uh devices also have have accessibility um but uh the apple does 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 a great job with that uh the n f b is is even though we you know we get together and have social events it's a consumer advocacy the The main purpose of the n f b is to you know promote that equality opportunity security that I mentioned earlier. So if it were if it if it means going to the legislature, um, you know one of the things that the NFB was instrumental in, in 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 helping recently was to have the state of Nebraska vastly expand its senior, um, the the money that the state gave to the, the the commission for senior services. Senior services were really being cut and and really limited because the federal the federal government gives money to the to the commission to use for, uh, you know, blindness rehabilitation services. But most of the money had to go to vocational, the people that wanted to get, you know, working. And so if you were retired or older and so get going and getting a job was not your high priority or, you know, past where you were, that there were limited services uh, through the commission. But now, uh, four or five years ago, we were able to get a dramatic increase in the funding for, for the state. So the commission now has lots of resources to help seniors. So I would encourage anybody out there, um, you know, to there's, there's, there's a couple things that you could immediately do if you haven't done before. One is to inquire into the senior division of the NFB that meets There's statewide members that, like I mentioned, get together monthly on a, on a Zoom call or telephone call. And the other is to call the commission for the blind and visually impaired to check into the services that they have available for seniors because just you know sitting in the corner and 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 letting life you know pass you by is is not where you want to be. You want to, you know live life to its fullest, and if you're losing your sight, you've got to get a handle on on the accessibility uh, skills that you need and the commission and the uh, the NFB uh, senior division can can help um and then if you're you know seniors and young people are all welcome to the you know just the 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 omaha chapter of the national federation of the blind there's also you know chapters around the state but uh you can check into uh um you know the 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 different chapters and make contact with uh with with them and 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 get to know uh you know get to know them and and network and learn learn some uh you know some some new tricks uh, because it's it's important uh, for as blind people to you know to master t- you know to to basically learn how to use technology. The the if if you say oh I'm not technical I can't use technology I don't want to use technology you've really hamstringing yourself and a lot of technology is pretty darn easy to use. Uh, that a lot of people, seniors particularly, like using an iPod or, excuse me, an iPad rather than a computer, because with VoiceOver built right in, they can surf the net, they can send emails, they can, they can, uh, uh, you know, do most of what they probably would want to do using an iPod or pad, excuse me, and that's a very simple device to use and very accessible. And so, if a person's
0: not in the you know using technology, that could be a good starting place. Bob, talk about some of the programs that the National Federation of the Blind offers. I'm thinking specifically of the training centers that we have around the country, and Newsline, for instance.
1: Yeah, Newsline. Another thing that uh, by reaching out to the commission, Newsline is 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 a way. You know, the radio talking book has uh, live. You know, papers read and magazines, and you know, going to having them saved and on podcasts. But Newsline is something that the NFB. One of the greatest things that the NFB ever put together was basically a in 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 signing up uh, newspapers around the country. And now there's hundreds of newspapers and 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 you know, probably a hundred magazines that are available on Newsline you can access newsline uh, by your telephone or on the internet through your computer or through your uh, you know your phone and newsline you know a lot of people and one of the services the radio talking book does is you don't want to fall out of out of out of contact with what's going on in the world news and news and 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 what's really going on and so newsline allows a person to at their own convenience to have twenty-four-seven access to the the newspapers and magazines, and, and and you know, there's they can listen to it. There's many different voices they can choose to use. Some sound very human, and it's 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 a great, I uh, uh, you know, great great resource out there for people that feel like they're you know kind of losing touch with what's going on. Or and so, newsline, and then the. Of course, the Talking Book Library, which is part of the Library of Congress, that's available in Nebraska. You can also access books and 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 uh, 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 magazines through through it. You can have either have them sent out to you that you can listen to on your own listening device, or you can um, download them to your you know computer or your iPhone or your uh, Victor Reader or you know whatever device you use to. To listen to things, uh, so one of the big things that's going on this year is you know the NFB National is is getting trying to get passed a law that to have medical devices accessible, and uh, there's there's a number of co-sponsors. To Senator or Congressman Bacon is actually a co-sponsor. Uh, he's the, the congressman from Omaha, and uh, there's also a bill to try and get up to two thousand dollars every like two years as a credit for people to buy blindness technology. So, you know, some of, the, some of the technology that makes things accessible to blind people, some of it's, you know, a little expensive. Of course, you know, 40 years ago when the Kurzweil Reader first came out, it was the size of a washing machine, and it cost like $50,000, and that was in 40 years ago money, you know, dollars. Now, on my iPhone— I have a, a screen reading uh, app that I can basically hold on top of a, of a document and it'll, you know, read read that document to me just using my phone. And so it's totally mobile. And so a lot of great advances um, and, uh, you know, a lot of great uh, uh, items out there to help us. You know, navigate through life as, as as blind people
0: speaking of technology, Bob, perhaps listeners heard the background noise there. That was my alarm warning me that we're coming up on the end of our program. We just have about two minutes left. Real quick question: What do you think the biggest challenge for blind people is right now out there that the n f b is facing
1: Well, one of the things that's been constant is people's attitude and and you know we we're we're changing what it means to be blind that's one of the our our statements. Um, And it's because people don't think that blind people, you know, like what Ryan mentioned before, you know, how could a blind person have a cat? How could you care for a cat that people's don't realize what our capabilities and and, and then, then they project upon us. So sometimes we get beat down or people can get beat down by society because society doesn't realize what we can do and so they are you know very skeptical that we can do a lot of things and so until we learn otherwise we can get caught up in that so changing our attitudes and then projecting our positive can do attitudes and you know out to the public then you know changing what it means to be blind that's 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 an important uh, goal and it'll help all blind people not just us if if people if if people like you know, that I've done work for, and then they, you know, see me out in public, then they, you know, can talk to their their friends or, or you even tell their friends after that I've done work for them and say, yeah, I just had used the blind lawyer. And um, one, one thing that's very refreshing is even when I get referrals, sometimes the referrals don't even, you know, the people that referred me didn't even mention that I was blind. They just mentioned, you know, here's a competent uh, lawyer. And so, you know, blindness can... You know, people a lot of times will say, I forget that you even are blind. And, and that's, um, you know, I, I guess, you know, don't know totally what to make of that. But um, it, it's 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 something that we can project by having a positive attitude and, you know, project uh, a can-do spirit that,
0: And, Bob, we're going to have to leave it there. We are almost out of time. For more information about the National Federation of the Blind, go to www.nfb.org. Bob Burns, president of the NFB of Nebraska Omaha Chapter, thanks so much for being with us today. Thanks, Ryan, for having me. It's been a pleasure as always, my friend. It is Meet the Blind Month, so go out there and meet blind people. In the meantime, this has been Ryan Ozentoski for Cami Carlisle and Becca Jurdy and the staff and volunteers at Radio Talking Book. Thank you so much for tuning in to Community Conversations today. We'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to Community Conversations on Radio Talking Book. It's the interview program that brings you voices from the Omaha community.